medicine, we're always trying to make sure that we're doing something that's evidence-based, that is correct, and that benefits people. And I think with personal finance, it's the same thing. It's just spreading something that is true. Welcome to The Financial Checkup, a podcast series devoted to improving the financial health and retirement readiness of physicians and their spouses or common law partners. This series is brought to you by the award-winning Advantages Retirement Plan from OMA Insurance. I'm Alex Mazur. And I'm Jonathan Weistub. We're the co-founders of Commonwealth, a mission-driven business that works with associations, unions, and employers to provide collective retirement plans including the Advantages Retirement Plan for Ontario Physicians. My name is Dr. Paul Healy, and I'm an emergency physician, co-founder of the Physician Financial Independence online community with my wife, Dr. Jane Healy. I'm also a member of the Investment Committee for the Advantages Retirement Plan. This series is for educational purposes and should not be considered investment, tax, financial, or other professional advice. The views or opinions expressed by the presenters are solely their own and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the OMA, OMA Insurance, or the Advantages Retirement Plan. What motivated you and your wife, Dr. Jane Healy, to tackle the issue of personal finance and start the Physician Financial Independence Group? This has always kind of been our thing. This is something that, that we enjoyed. And... For me, anyway, it kind of started off with, you know, I, you know I'd overhear, you know, discussions in the, in the physician's lounge about, you know, from physicians about, oh, their financial advisor is great and how, you know, he made, I made 9% last year on my investments and going on and on about them. And, and I would just be very quiet about it and I would kind of not say anything. And I'd kind of say, well, does he really know what he's paying in fees? And does he really know that the S&P 500 returned 13% this year? Why is his advisor, you know, only making 9%? And so I, I kind of started to uh, just get tired of seeing, you know, my friends and my colleagues getting kind of ripped off. Uh, and so I was kind of like, well, hey, you know, have you ever thought about this? And, you know, do you really know what's going on? But the problem is that I would try and maybe have this conversation with, with people I knew about, you know, your financial advisor may not really be, be looking out for you. And with some people, their relationship with their financial advisor is kind of like their relationship with their spouse. You may know someone who is kind of married to the wrong person, but you can't really approach them and say, hey, you know, your spouse, they're not quite right. It's just not something you can do and have a one-on-one conversation. And a lot of people kind of see their financial advisor in that same way. They really like them as a person and they see them as really looking out for them. And so we kind of started this as a way for people to learn that was kind of non-threatening. Like, hey, have you read this book? And we originally started it as we thought it would be a book club, which is a very 1990s kind of idea, which didn't work. And people said, well, we just can't get together. Can you move it online? Uh, and then it uh, it just got very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and people started to learn, you know, and sort of share the, the ideas, you know, buy and hold investing, low cost investing, um, being frugal. And the ideas just kind of caught on. Uh, and we've we've really enjoyed it, and it's offered us a lot of neat opportunities to meet a lot of people. And we were flying pre-COVID; we were flying across the country and giving talks, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so that's sort of uh, how we started doing it, and we do it just because we enjoy it. And I think that it's filling an important niche because this is not a business for us. Um, it's just an opportunity to be collegial and sort of, you know, share information with uh, our colleagues. And I think that we've kind of really filled out this niche of um, people who are not biased, who are not, you know, shilling for the financial industry and are just giving you their honest opinion about about what you should do with your money. Uh, and so we kind of like that role. We've, we've enjoyed that. 
I've seen survey results that, that indicate that only about 20% of physicians feel in Ontario feel ready for retirement. And, and it, it sort of goes to this, this kind of need for information, need for help. I mean, you've seen that, obviously, in the growth of the, of the group to 20,000 members. Why, why do you think the community struggles so much with all of this stuff? Well, 20% feel that they're not ready for retirement. I would say a lot of that reflects people just not thinking about it at all. They don't feel ready because they just haven't thought about it. They haven't taken the time to look at it and, and sort of get their ducks in a row. Um, I think that they, um, unfortunately, leave that too late. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people don't start to really think about their retirement until they're you know in their 50s. Really, you should be starting to think about your retirement as soon as you start to make money, as soon as you're in your, you know, your late 20s, early 30s. Um, and not even necessarily think about retirement, but think about your financial well-being, the idea of being financially independent. Mm-hmm. Um, that needs to start early. Um, a lot of that is going to just sort of be awareness. And I think that that's changing. You know, our group, uh, people talk about this frequently. There's a lot of interest in our group about talking about these issues, about getting ready, about how to invest. So I, I really, um, I think it's changing because the core ideas are getting traction. People have found other people that they trust that they can get, you know, the straight information from, the people that don't have a financial bias and, you know, mm-hmm. in, in this information asymmetry and in, in keeping you sort of unaware of the fees you're paying. So I, I think that those those ideas are, are gaining traction. Yeah, which is which is terrific. I mean, it's a it's it's an incredible service, an incredible gift in a way to be able to help people to change their lives in that way. Is there a fair amount of, in a way, discussion of that among the the members of your group? This this is one thing that's kind of been a surprise to the, Jane and I. The the messages that we get that from people that are are just so positive and so enthusiastic, and we never really anticipated this. This whole concept of someone saying, well, this really changed my life. And this is, I feel so much more confident and, you know, I have this under control and it's something we just really didn't expect. This is sort of just but a it's, Facebook But it's got to be, it's got to be amazingly gratifying in it's a way to, to, us, yeah. And it's, to, it's been to part of the motivation. Like it's been part of the motivation for why we kind of keep doing it. Right. Um, it feels like it's working, you know, and when you're doing something and it feels like it's working, then uh, it's it's kind of motivation to to keep doing it. So yeah, it has been really gratifying in a way that we we really didn't expect. We never thought it would be this. Yeah, and and what do you think is possible in a way for for physicians? It's this is the thing about about being a physician. Like let's be honest, you you have a very good income that is relatively um, secure, and if you're someone who's frugal and you save. Um, the sky's the limit for you as far as options, as far as what do you want to do? Do right. you want to, you know, retire in your early forties and, you know, practice medicine in the third world just because it's something that's gratifying? Do you want to leave medicine and, you know, become a writer or do something else? Those options are all available to you. Do you want to just keep practicing medicine uh, and maybe just do the parts you don't like? It's really incredible. And as a physician, you know, with our incomes and the fact that you know you have an education, you're able to master a body of knowledge. Um, when you spend these, you know, handful of hours, you really give yourself an incredible number of life options. Um, you know, by investing early, um, doing it at low cost, uh, you have a huge number of options very early in your life. Uh, you want to go just travel the world? 
well, when COVID's gone, maybe you can, but you know, that's all possible. And so in a lot of ways, it's all about for you, I mean, both helping, but also helping people to see what actually works and, and understanding in a way the privilege of the, of the job and, and financial situation that they have and, and applying a handful of rules mm-hmm. to helping them to create that financial independence. Yeah. The other thing is about being evidence-based and, and things that are true, which we always try and do in medicine. We're always trying to make sure that we're doing something that's evidence-based, that is correct, and that benefits people. And I think with personal finance, it's the same thing. It's just spreading something that is true, right. something that has evidence for it, something that is correct, right. and something that will, will benefit people. Right. And the other thing yeah. is, you know, physicians are, I also hope too that once you reach the level where you are financially independent, I think physicians will also do things that are very positive for the rest of the world. Um, when you have money, whether you're, it's philanthropic, you want to you know, help your community, uh, you want to make sure that your, you know, your children and your grandchildren are, are you know, set up in a, in a way. I think that these are all really positive things that physicians will do. It's not just about you and what you can do. You can do something else that's really good for other people. What, what would you say are your and Jane's hopes for the future of the physician financial independence community? Uh, I, I just, I really like what it is right now. It's a community of people that uh, share information that keep the quality of the information high. I don't necessarily think that it has to be huge. I'm not looking to grow the group more. I just want to keep the quality exactly where it is, where you can post a question and get very good answers that are evidence-based, that are going to help you in real time. And I think all I want is for it to continue to be what it is right now, uh, where it meets the needs of a group of people um, and, uh, and makes their lives better. Thanks for listening to The Financial Checkup. If you're a Canadian physician, join the Physician Financial Independence Group on Facebook to learn more about saving and investing. For physicians in Ontario, check out the Advantages Retirement Plan at omainsurance.com retire. The Financial Checkup Series is produced in collaboration with OMA Insurance and Commonwealth, the administration and technology partner for the Advantages Retirement Plan. 